0: Welcome to the Cap City Offers podcast. This is episode eighty nine. Uh, today we you got Chris and Brian, and today we want to talk about some responsibilities that we have as citizens of the great country known as the United States of America.
1: Absolutely, um, guys. You know, there's there's been obviously a lot of talk right now around politics. Um, on on top of an in general a, a crazy world, um, some significant leadership failings. Um, on on the local level, on the state level, and on the national level, seeing some significant leadership failings, Um, you know, and and I'm not, without even getting into naming names about who's done what and and this, that, and the other pointing fingers, um, we're seeing leadership at the local level pulling back their resources and letting bad guys destroy property, hurt people, um, generally, take away public space from the public that actually pay for it via taxes, etc. Um, on a state level, we're seeing deci- we're seeing decision makers basically usurp your rights and do whatever the hell they want to do um, under the auspices of very unclear or unsettled science that has fallen a lot into opinion more than it has science, or more into maybe than science,
0: or emotions than or, science. Yeah, or
1: emotions, fear than science. And on a national level, the normal bullshit we've been seeing for decades, um, just magnified by all of this. Um, I I have some friends and some people that I truly value their opinion um, and and their thoughts, um, not not just their opinion, but their take on things, their thoughts about things um, and and where it comes from and the fact that they can kind of show you the basis for why they're where they're at. And a number of these folks have come to a point with the political process where they're like, that's all rigged anyway. I'm not going to waste my time voting. Um, in, in all fairness to these specific people, most of them also don't really complain about the outcomes because they it's, 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 such a, a crap show that, that they, they, th- the belief is that the system is already lost. Um, I'm not quite that pessimistic at this point in time, although I, I, I gotta wonder if we can stop the bus because the cliff looks pretty close. Um, Having said that, the the point of responsibility of today's podcast is going to be around, like Brian said, being a citizen. And being a citizen entails two primary responsibilities. Number one, vote. If you think the system's rigged, um, I I, I don't care. Go go vote anyway. Go vote for the least worst choice you can find um, because there won't be a best choice. There won't be a good candidate. There rarely is. Um, But still get out and vote for that least best choice. Not because it gives you the right to complain, although if you're going to complain and you didn't vote, you may not complain. Shut up. Nobody wants to hear it. Um, but even if you're not going to complain about it and you already believe the system's lost, you know maybe there's a little bit of guidance you can give to the system that falls under that responsibility to go vote. Even if the system's jacked up, it's still better than anywhere else you're going to go. Yeah. And so, if you if you don't do your part to maintain the system, which is voting, you don't do your part to participate, and have whatever small voice we all have be heard. Um, it, 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 you know, not it's it, it's just just go do it for God's sake. Just go vote. It's a couple hours out of your life you'll never get back. Um, but please, dear God, let this
0: have 15 minutes.
1: Yeah, exactly. Participate in the system. Um, not going to get into mail-in ballots, you know, blah, 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 blah. If you can go vote in person, I'm going to tell you to try and go vote in person. That's probably the, the best way to have your vote counted, um, assuming it's going to get counted anyway or not. Um, the mail-in stuff scares the crap out of me. Absentee ballots a little less so, but if you're going to do an absentee ballot, you should be doing it today or, or in the next few weeks. Um, not waiting till you know, like in, in Ohio, the what the twenty seventh cutoff or whatever. That's probably not going to get it there in time. Um, you know, but yeah, be be being American still. You know, that's still part of your responsibility, even if you've lost some faith in the system. Um, get get out and vote. Get to your polling place and vote. Um, I, I, I don't. Do you have anything you want to add be, to beating that horse? Because I feel like I'm beating that horse. But
0: yeah, I would say you know this is a message that should get shared amongst your tribe as well. Um, you know, make sure your spouse, your parents, brothers, sisters, you know, family, um, coworkers, like, especially if they, they share similar, um, call it like overarching, you know, political views as you, um, please, you know, remind them to get out and vote. Yeah. Um, you know, looking back over the last 20 years, there's been a number of elections, um, that came down to, you know, 10 or 15 votes, um, you know, individual yeah. voices ultimately do count. Yeah, ab- especially, especially at the local, yeah, and, especially the state local level. and
1: state level. Absolutely. We've had some ridiculously <clears> close elections, um, you know, and if you don't think having, um, you know, Ginther in, in as the mayor versus somebody else makes a difference, um, you know, I, I'm obviously we're fairly conservative in this house. Um, there's a reality check that while I didn't like all of Coleman's policies Michael Coleman took this city from one place to another that's much better in his tenure in office. There are some things that change that I don't care for from a policy perspective. But in general, I think there's a pretty much undeniable, um, undeniable improvement in the city of Columbus uh, under Coleman's tenure. It, you know, and like I said, don't agree with the, his politics, yeah. but the policies were effective. Uh, our current mayor, not a huge fan. But it's yeah. th- not what this is about. It's not about the individual. It's about going out and exercising that right and communicating what it is you want in the most effective way possible. Yeah,
0: and looking at the you know at the city level, you know a, lo- a number of local communities here have gone to a city manager, which is an unelected position. Yes. So, you know, taking time to vote and elect your city council per- persons who hire the city manager becomes extremely important.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So. Yeah, so, so like I said, get, get out and vote. Um, number two, if, if there are any politicians listening in, listen hard, because the second piece of advice is just as important as the first, maybe more so. Um, as, a, as a citizen of this country, I, I, I believe it is your duty to own a rifle. Not possess, to own a rifle. To understand how to use a rifle, to understand its capabilities, to understand how to make it work. Even under some manner of duress, um, those of you who have gone forth and served our country um, yeah, as, as public safety individuals and as, as folks in the military, you've handled a rifle at some point. Um, you know, if you were in the Air Force, and I don't say this is a joke. I say this, you know, being directly being blunt. If you're in the Air Force, maybe you only handled a weapon in basic training, and maybe qualified once or twice since then. But you've handled one. You know the basics of how it works. Um, and if you and if you if you have a rifle in your possession. Uh, own it. Learn how to make it work. You know, if you served and you're in the Marine Corps, in the Army, or you're in the, uh, you know, a, a combat arms guy in the Navy and you know how to make up rifle work, stay fresh with it. Stay fresh with it. If you're a combat arms guy in the Air Force, um, take that gun out. If you're a Coastie and you used a rifle, take that gun out and, and make sure that you're squared away and ready to use it, but own a rifle. Because the reality check is, over the last six months, this country's bought $10 million Am I saying that right? 10 million more Sounds guns? That's about right. Somewhere around 10 million more guns. Um, we've also increased the number of gun owners in this country by probably about 5 million new gun owners, which is a massive, massive number. Um, you know, so own, own that rifle. Know how to use it. Be prepared to have, the, you know, the tools available to use it. Have it set up properly. Have some ammo to train with and, and have some ammo to to defend hearth and home with as well, should that become necessary. Um, I, I, and again, if you're a politician listening to this, I hope the hell that makes you nervous. It Because people, people are getting fed up um, with your lack of doing your job. So, um, it, you know, again, this is something we could beat to death. Um, we're going to go a little further down that rabbit hole here in a second about a little more of ownership. Um, uh, along the same lines, that Second Amendment aspect, the, the, the handgun um, is something you can carry with you all the time. If you have a concealed carry permit... Um, if you view yourself as somebody who takes their own personal responsibility seriously, you, you need to you need to own a handgun, and you also need to carry your damn gun, to quote James Jager. Um, carry your gun with you. Uh, so th- it's, it's not a magic rabbit's foot. Again, you need to own it, you need to understand how to use it, you need to understand how to keep it, to get it into the fight, and to keep it in the fight, and be effective with that tool, but if you don't have it on you, it won't do you any good. Um, You can talk to guys uh, who instruct people at a high level in self-defense classes around the handgun, especially civilians, and there are a number of those guys, if they're good at it, they'll tell you how many of their students have been in gunfights and prevailed. They'll also tell you how many of their students have been in gunfights and haven't, and there's one notable failure that's come out of one of the major defensive handgun schools in the country. Um, The guy got killed. He got shot down over a freaking dog. Um, He didn't have his gun. He didn't have a chance. He didn't give yeah. himself a chance. He didn't avail himself of that right to protect himself and basically surrendered his life uh, to a bad guy because he didn't carry his gun. Carry your gun. Um, you know, so digging a little deeper into that, um, the carry your gun thing, if you don't have your concealed carry permit, uh right now in the US, concealed carry classes are packed to the gills. Um, There are some places around central Ohio that are bringing on new instructors, enough instructors that they're trying to run concealed carry classes, um, both Saturday and Sunday on the weekends, and then also trying to run some midweek classes, which is something that hasn't happened since concealed carry was new in Ohio. Um, Get in line somewhere. Find some places reputable. uh, Get in line with those folks. get Get your name in there. Get paid and get that class date scheduled. Um, also understand that your concealed carry permit, if you're new to this, maybe you're not new to guns, but maybe you're new to the idea of carrying a gun. Um, also understand that that permit class is not going to teach you how to win a gunfight. It's going to do a very, very basic job of teaching you safety, teaching you the law, um, teaching you maybe a little bit about how to handle the gun. And then, uh, and then the bare minimum amount of time for you to learn how to actually shoot the gun on the range.
0: Or demonstrate that you're not a a complete liability to yourself and others.
1: Or in some cases, not even because some of the places are more interested in just taking your money and giving you a certificate and pushing down the road. Um, Still, even having said that, go get your certificate, take it to the sheriff's office and get your permit. In the interim, in the time while you're waiting for some of that other stuff for that to happen, whether it's waiting for the class or waiting for your appointment with the sheriff's office, track down, um, there are some local training opportunities here in Ohio, again, that are packed to the gills but you can schedule classes out um and some of them still have slots even today for defensive handgun classes from places that will teach you how to actually win a fight with a gun Um, and that that is a that is an opportunity for you that's going to eat up a minimum of probably 16 to 20 hours of your time depending on where you go to do it um, just to lay the foundation to teach you the very basics of how to make the gun work um, again, you probably won't walk out of these classes uh, as a gunfighter if you don't have any previous experience, but it will give you that foundational knowledge to build on top of and to practice the things to practice that you want to be practicing so you are practicing properly. Um, you know, if you, if you don't have experience at arms professionally and you're going out shooting with your buddies and calling it training, um, you better have a switched on group of buddies if you think you're getting training, because otherwise you may just be ingraining more bad habits. You may be learning things that, you know, somebody's knowledge may be out of date, or it may just be BS they saw on the internet from somebody they shouldn't have been watching either. Um, so, so that brings us to, to, you know, one of the topics of the day. Um, it, who should you be training with? So let's talk about Ohio and let's list some places in Ohio that that either have a stellar reputation based on decades worth of training or places that maybe are a little bit newer but have folks involved in their training cadre that have recent relevant real world experience as well as recent relevant experience as trainers, as educators professionally um, and, and, can, and can teach you what you need to know. Um, this this list will not be all inclusive. So if you're one of those guys out there who is squared away teaching guys or gals out there who is squared away teaching folks, um, you know that we 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 didn't we didn't leave you out because we're mad at you. We didn't leave you out because we don't think you're good at what you do. It's just basically this is the short list of the folks that we're going to recommend because there's a reputation there. Um, north to south or south to north?
0: Uh, I'll probably start in the middle.
1: Okay, so starting in the middle. Um, Guys, if if you're in Central Ohio and and you want to learn how to use a rifle or a handgun from a defensive posture as a civilian, um, Sierra Training Group. You need to look up these guys. Sierra Training Group are uh, mostly guys who are either current with Columbus Police or retired from Columbus Police. Um, A number of guys who have worked within the special operations community within the Division of Police in Columbus, Um, and a number of guys who have military backgrounds as well beyond their law enforcement backgrounds. So they've been out there, and they've been in the real world and done things. As importantly as that, uh, these are also guys who have been part of the training cadre for the division. Columbus Police has nearly 2,000 police officers. They push through academy classes that have, you know, 40 of their own cadets, plus maybe 20 more cadets from other agencies. These are guys that have certified hacks as instructors, Teaching other people how to use weapons and tools to defend themselves, as well teaching other people how to make decisions about when and where to defend themselves. Um, if you're not look, if you're in Columbus, Ohio, you really need to check out Sierra Training Group. Most of their training they do is within an hour of downtown. Um, it's easy to get to. Uh, these guys they they offer some classes that are four and eight hour clinic style classes too that can be an introduction to X, introduction to the handgun. Um, You know, a sights and triggers kind of mentality or a a how to set up your rifle and get your rifle squared away mentality in a four hour or an eight hour push. And then generally you can stack that with a second day and get that next eight hours of training that advances you beyond the basic. Um, They don't waste time doing esoteric BS. You're not going to learn how to do monkey rolls with three other guys while shooting at targets. You're going to learn the fundamentals of how to make a tool work for you. Um, right here locally by guys who can actually teach and who go out and do work for a living, or did it for thirty years, and, and can give you some real-world background to this. Um, going up north, Alliance Police Training. Yeah. Um, Alliance Police Training again, decades. The, the Alliance Police um, the Alliance Police Department, uh, northeastern Ohio, has a world-class training facility. They have a number of world-class officers, uh, some some really good cats. Um, They have a a tactical team that has some really impressive dudes on it. Um, And again, guys that have been out there and done the job, but but just as interestingly, they open up their facility to other instructors that are just top-notch instructors. Um, I hate to use the term tier one because I'm probably more peer one than tier one, uh, sorry, Brian, stole your quote. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I'm, I'm probably, you know, but they, they have some folks come in who have operational experience either within the military or within law enforcement or just have, a, a you know, again, a multi-decade history of making people phenomenal shooters. Um, you can go to Alliance Police Training. Um, I think it's .net maybe. Or, or dot,
0: or, it's .order.com. But yeah, Google Alliance Police Training.
1: Yeah, their website will come up. Um, um,
0: and most importantly with Alliance Police Training, is that they open their facility up to civilians who possess a concealed carry permit.
1: Yeah, so, so so, you will need to have your concealed carry permit likely to take any class that you're going to take there. And the primary reason I think they probably do that is because they don't want to train shitbags. Um, they don't want criminals coming up and take classes with them and generally it's pretty hard to be a shitbag and have a concealed carry permit. It's hard to be a criminal and have a concealed carry permit. I correct myself. Yeah. Um, So if you can get in up there, anybody teaching at Alliance Police Training is going to be a solid instructor, again, with recent relevant real-world experience and serious teaching hacks. Um, They're going to be somebody that you want to go train with, um, nearly guaranteed. Um, Anything to add to Alliance? I mean, like I said, everybody that they have on their schedule is just top-notch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Take a look at the website. Um, Find... You know they organize things by you know weapon system whether it's pistol, rifle, long gun, shotgun, etc. Um, you know take a look. You can search by instructor. Um, be aware if you're going to do things in the shoot house um, for a rifle-based shoot house class, you are required to have rifle-rated armor, um, both um, chest plates and a helmet. Um, generally, for a handgun shoot house class. You need at least level three soft armor to stop handgun rounds. Um, I would still have a helmet, but I don't necessarily think it's required. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't think so, um, but that might be instructor-based too. Yeah, that's so. it's somewhat
0: instructor-based as well. Um, yeah, solid facility. Um, Joe Wire, the guy that runs it, former U.S. Army Ranger, I believe, um, super squared away individual. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of hard to believe, but I'd say the most – squared-away police department in the state of Ohio is actually an alliance.
1: That is entirely possible. So, yeah. So, like I said, if you're looking, you know, if you're if you're looking, maybe you've got connections up north someplace where you can crash and sleep for the night, you know, up near Alliance or within a reasonable drive, then that's a great place to look at yeah. up north.
0: and actually, if you check out their website, um, they do have uh, connections with one of the local hotels where you get a, basically their group rate. Um, so if you do need to bunk up there, um, no. Check that out before you make your hotel arrangements. Yeah, um, going the opposite direction. Actually, one more, yes. One more place up north. Um, if you are a, a law enforcement officer, um, the folks at OTOA up by they're by Sandusky, aren't they? Yeah. The,
1: well, they hold it at like Kalahari Resort but, is where they hold the event. But they They, do, band, but the they OTO, teach classes they throughout cla- the year too. Exactly. Yep. yep, yep. Um,
0: yeah. Check out. You know, if you're if you're law enforcement, um, check out the folks at OTOA. Um, very squared away set of LE cadre. Yes. Um, you know, if you got to go through SWAT school or, you know, trying to get patrol additional patrol rifle instruction um, that counts, you know, as far as hours or whatnot um, for your agency, um, OTOA is probably one of the best places to go in Absolutely,
1: Ohio. Yeah, and then instructors are top-notch. Again, they bring in guys from all over the U.S., not just Ohio-based trainers, um, but, but some really, really squared away dudes in the law enforcement end of things. Um, I want to say that there's some centrifuge guys like Chase and, and, and Petty are, are up there on a regular basis. Yeah. Additionally, um, some of our local guys like 88 Tactical, um, they train there as well. Um, there's a number of really squared away dudes that teach at OTOA. So if, if your agency will help you or you got your own money and you got the time off to go do it, go do it. Good, good dudes. Good, good addition. Thank you. Um, dropping down south. Uh, TDI, Tactical Defense Institute, is like in West Union, Ohio, something like that, an hour east of Cincinnati, a couple hours south of Columbus, south, central, east, west-ish, in the of Ohio. Country. Yeah, out of the middle of nowhere. Um, John Benner is the proprietor. Um, John has a, I, I'm, I'm going to say, probably 40-year history in law enforcement. Um, uh, I think he did some local cop work, uh, sheriff's work. May have even run for or been the sheriff of the county at some point down there. Um, Also, big uh, tactical background as well. Um, Probably one of those guys that if you, you know, is one of the godfathers of teaching SWAT tactics. Um, TDI has been teaching that kind of stuff for a long, long time. Um, As a civilian, what does that mean to you? It means, again, that the vast majority of their cadre have recent relevant experience. These are guys who've been doing this. Um, John, John may not be a spring chicken, but he's somebody who stays who stays relevant and stays fresh on, on what officers need to know. Um, the guys that he brings in to teach for him, um, are, are all guys that have a very solid foundational grounding and what even a civilian needs to know to survive a gunfight. And they, they do their classes as a, like a one, two, three, four, five, and six schedule. Um, for them, for concealed carry, it is a, you've got to do one, two, and three. You've got to do basically three days worth of training with them. Um, their three days is like 28 hours. They are three long days. You will shoot a lot of ammo. You will likely get some bumps and bruises. Um, and, and you will gain a foundational set of skills that will that will get you started, that give you things you can work on and train with and train to down the road. Um, but but a phenomenal place to go get a foundation and how to make a handgun, or any any firearm, but a handgun specifically work for you um, in their one, two, and three handgun class. Uh, definitely take a look at TDI. These guys are not teaching, um, flashy stuff in any way, shape, or form. They're teaching you foundations that you need to survive in a gunfight. And they've been doing it for a hell of a long time. And they do it for people who go into harm's way every day, as well as for civilians who, you know, want that foundational experience. So, so definitely check out TDI. Again, I know that a lot of these places, their schedules are backed out quite a ways. Um, but but that's, that's kind of a reality check of some places that we want to talk about where you should, you know, places you should be training in Ohio. And then never mind the places you can travel to around the country or that travel here to teach here as well. Um, you know, like I said, and, I, and I'm sure there are others out there. Again, this is not to throw shade on anyone out there who's doing good work training. Uh, there are a lot of guys out there that are individuals doing training that do a phenomenal job and have the experience and are good trainers, etc., Um, it's just not something we're quite as familiar with on the smaller level, on the local level, and you can look those guys up locally. Um, how do you know who you're looking at? Let's, let's go back to, I've said this a few times now, uh, recent relevant real world experience. Um, the, you know, the, the dude who's the Navy SEAL has that experience. You know, if he just came out of the teams and and spent, you know, 16 years jumping out of airplanes and, and killing bad guys and blah, 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 blah is probably a badass dude, probably be an interesting guy to train with, um. But if he doesn't want to instruct and he's not a good instructor, because that's not been his bailiwick, his bailiwick has been um, murking bad guys for 16 years, not training other people, um, understand that, you know, maybe not the best instructor to go to, um, especially if he doesn't want to be doing it. There are guys out there who are taking what we jokingly refer to as Blackwater money. They're taking big money to go train people because they have the background to do it. It's not necessarily what they want to be doing. Um, are they going to be a good instructor? Um, does that person have instructional experience? Was that their job to teach um, young, y- you know, younger folks, those behind them, how to do the job too? If they don't have the teaching hacks, then then that's might not be the best place to go yeah. either. Just because a or, dude can halo jump doesn't mean you can teach you how to halo jump without going splat.
0: You know, have they learned how to, um, you know, how to instruct foreign nationals with a language barrier? Yeah. Um, you know, I'd say if you're looking for, you know, somebody else who's done. For training, um, somebody who's come out of the the U.S. Army SF pipeline, especially as like an 18 Bravo, um, which is your weapons guy in special forces, um, that person has not only you know has a lot of recent relevant experience, uh-huh. but learned how to teach that to and communicate well um, with people that they didn't share the same language with.
1: Yeah, I mean that's like their job description is training other people. That's that's one of their yeah. primary jobs is training other people. So, and, and again, that's not to throw shade on any of the other SF dudes. Um, that's not what that's about. It's just, you know, just saying, who are you looking at? And then the other thing, too, is, is, is can, can that individual communicate those skill sets or translate their skill sets from the military to the civilian version of those skill sets and skin away all the stuff you don't need to give you the stuff that you do need? Um, you know, that's, that's part of choosing that instructor, and that's part of reading the reviews. It's part of talking to guys who have trained with them. Um, it's part of talking to guys that have trained with them but aren't anymore, and why not? Why are you, know, why are you looking elsewhere, et cetera? Hmm. And, and unfortunately, some of this information, is, it can be difficult to glean because if you have somebody who's currently a fanboy of their of their instructor, um, they can't see that person is doing anything wrong until they do something wrong enough that they choose to move on and go look for training elsewhere. Um, you know, so I would also caution you, you know, if you decide to become a training junkie, because it is fun, um, even though it sucks to get ammo right now, looking at the down the road you know maybe don't necessarily only train with one individual or one group look around for some diversity of thought and how they handle things and try and take an average of different people's knowledge at different places so um throwing out the idea of training locally again not to pick on your local instructors but make sure whoever you're training with uh, there's a lot of dudes out there who have thrown up a shingle here recently because you know they were they were in the military you know 20 years ago and did something that kind of looked like special forces stuff um, with a gun that they let them load sometimes um, etc and and so make sure as you're looking around you know for that advanced training um, be cautious if anybody's selling you advanced training because it, it, it's there's a good chance it's snake oil. Um, I, would,
0: I would even say too for you know foundational training. Yeah. Um, the difference between the absolute highest levels. You know, guys in the military that work in you know what are called black units, or yeah, you know, tip, tip, of the sphere. tip of the, the spear, tip of the spear, tip of the spear. And you know, the guys that are just getting in is that the guys at the tip of the spear can execute the basics flawlessly every single time. Yeah, um, and that's what those guys practice. Yeah. Um, so to get you know the basics nailed down correctly from the beginning uh, will set you up for success. You know, going all the way down the road with however far you choose to take your firearms training.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Learning to shoot, move, and communicate, and then beyond that, pushing into tactics. Um, you know, worrying about, you know, the high-level esoteric stuff is, is I don't know, like I said, just the fundamentals are really where it's at. Learn how to do the fundamentals to the point where you can't screw them up, to where you can't do them wrong. Um, you know, because the, all the conversations about you'll default, you'll, you will default to your, your highest level of mastery, not your highest level of training. It's what you've mastered, so... You know, definitely chase down the guys that are going to help you master the fundamentals. Uh, there are a number of them around. Just be cautious about who you're working with. And then also, you know, take advantage of the fact that there are a lot of different places to train in Ohio and definitely seek out different mindsets, different capabilities, different skill sets, different thought processes. It will also help you in your journey as a trainer, to, to as, as somebody who's bringing other folks along, as that once you're not the new kid anymore. There will be people who look to you as their rabbi, as their experienced gun dude. Um, take that responsibility seriously and train with other people because it will teach you ways to codify and communicate with new folks. And the more different ways you can communicate with somebody, the more likely you are you can hit the, the key that needs to be hit to make the right chord and let that gel for that person. So going and training with lots of different people is a wonderful thing in that regard too, especially if that's what you want to do down the road. So, Yeah. Yeah. So, responsibilities, Baron American.
0: Yeah, uh, just throw out a couple more names um, real quick as far as people in Central Ohio area. Um, Greg Elephant-Fritz, uh, Active Response Training. Mm-hmm. Um, Greg's doing uh, a couple of local based classes here. Um, you can find out information for those on his website, um, activeresponsetraining.net. Uh, also, Modern Samurai Project, or Scott Jedlinsky Um, He's in Ohio on a fairly regular basis. Um, If you want to learn how to run a red dot equipped pistol um, with excellence, um, he is the guy to check out any of this modern samurai project and Scott Jedlinski. Yes. Um, Yeah. Anything else? Um, else? Yeah. I mean, you
1: know, there, there are a number of guys you can glean information from for sure. Um, And don't be afraid to take, if you're an, if you're an experienced shooter, Um, don't be afraid to take a class from a competitive shooter. Um, You know, a class from a a Rob Vogel or a Brian Enos or somebody like that, a lot of those guys actually do have some LE background, um, you know, some law enforcement background, but don't be afraid to take a class about how to be a better shooter from a guy who gets paid to shoot guns for a living. Um, You will will learn some stuff, you know. uh, the, The relevance to making the gun almost second nature when you watch competitive shooters move across the USPSA course of fire um, the shooting, the gun is almost an afterthought. They, they win matches by transition from target to target and transition from position to position and the ability to engage targets while moving rapidly, you know, for the appropriate target, um, learning from somebody like that, you know, the whole this guy's just a gamer. He doesn't know anything about the real world. That'll get you killed in the streets. Um, if you got a dude who can burn it down, um, and he's proven it time and time again, he can probably teach you something about how to get hits on meat fast That's a good guy to learn from, too. So don't discount those guys. Uh, Whether or not you're taking tactics advice from those guys is maybe a different conversation. But some of the best shooters competitively in the world train some of the best soldiers in the world.
0: Some of the best soldiers in the world go out and shoot USPSA every weekend.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, uh, lastly, since we're on the topic of competition, get out and do it. If You can find some place to go shoot locally. Get a little bit of peer pressure, a little bit of ribbon from your buddies um a timer going mind eraser beeping at you and stuff like that um go, go have some fun with this too um you know go have some fun and learn uh, apply those skills and see where you stack up um and then when when some gamer dude smokes your ass even though you're tactically sound and they're not um it might still rattle you enough to make you go train harder yeah so cool
0: um, on that note thank you for listening uh, as we find out about things like training opportunities around central Ohio, we post them to our social media, which you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Um uh, just search for cap city outfitters. Uh, we do an email newsletter once a week. You can sign up for that on our website, capcityoutfitters.com or by sending us an email to info at capcityoutfitters.com and we will happily add you to the newsletter list. Uh, yeah. Lastly, come, please come and see us in the store. Um, you We are in Hilliard, Ohio, 4465 Cemetery Road. Uh, Due to tyrannical mini mics um, mandates, we are running COVID hours um, 10 to 5 Tuesday through Saturday. We are limiting it to four customers in the store so that you can properly social distance. Uh, But we are looking forward to seeing all of you. Um, Yeah, I also want to point out on our website, you can find important information like how to do an FFL transfer and um, how to buy a suppressor through our storefront on silencershop.com.
1: Check it out. Yep. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. Appreciate it.